This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Hello, you. Welcome to the podcast. Coming up, me. Who writes this stuff? Me. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. In the paper review this week, this happened. Why, well, yeah, I am sorry to Jodie's like that, what I'm doing. Wow. Yeah? Mm. What you got? You know Sting? Um, off of the police? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his solo I'm an albums. alien. I'm a legal alien. I'm an Englishman in New York. He's a Geordie, and yet he sounds like that. He does sound like that. He is also a Geordie that's got a child called Giacomo. Oui. Along with Coco, Jake, Mickey, and... Why, yeah, it's Coco! Joseph, Kit. Giacomo! Mickey, Jake, Coco, and Giacomo. Eh, what's his real name? Andrew, Neil. Gordon. Yeah, Gordon, where's Giacomo? <laughs> Will you bring Giacomo down to pub? I didn't think he talks like that anymore. Ah, where's Giacomo? <laughs> anyway, he's yeah. not giving them any of his 180 million when he dies. What? You're no, tight. they're on their own. You take get Sting! You take... I'm going to spend the lot, said Sting. Sting, you take... <laughs> give Giacomo a few quid, Sting! You take get give him some money! <laughs> no, he says it'll only do them harm. It'll only be a huge burden. So he's going to spend yeah. the lot so, so selflessly. Yeah, it would. It would do. It would do harm to to pass money onto your children when you die. You're right. You're right, Sting. That's not tight. Yeah. That's not miserable. That's not selfish. That's actually giving them good grounding. So he, you know, he's cracked out one, two, three, so four, five, five, six kids, and they're all getting out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give them a few quid, Sting. Stop being tight, Howie. <laughs> Sting is so. Well, uh, we, do you know what? Yeah, I've never been in line for an inheritance of that amount of money. Yeah, so you're jealous. It wouldn't ruin me. And what? Sting would ruin you. <laughs> no, fin- it financially, that's a vicious rumor. <laughs> uh, we, we're joined by work experience Alice today. Hello, Alice. Hi. How are you finding the what? What experience have you got from this work? And I'll be honest, I didn't see you doing much work. I saw you a lot of sitting down. But that that I don't want to sound rude, but. Um, what did I do on Monday? Have you, what other shows have you worked on? I worked on the breakfast show on Monday. I did all the setting up. Oh, good. Tuesdays. It was a good show on Tuesday. I've got her to thank for there that. There we go. It's Alice. Have you worked on Nick Coffer's show yet? Mm. He's the kind of weird looking guy. Looks like um, Ratty. Put glasses. No, I did the big tour yesterday. Oh, mate, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't, don't let that put you off working in radio. It can still be a very rewarding experience. So, one of the award-winning phone-ins this week was what have you been stuck in? Did we do that? I think so. Did or we... was it have you ever been stuck in a lift? Oh, no, it was it was emergency alarm thing, wasn't it? And yeah. then that got into have you been stuck in a lift and then we were looking for someone who'd been stuck in a lift with a celebrity who'd had a heart attack. We, we never found that person. We no. never found that person. Uh, but it went where I never thought it would. Oh, that was horrible. Oh, I know this call. This call, this next call is flipping horrible. He went where he never thought he would, eh? Yeah, and yeah. he did it. In, there, there was so much I wanted to say. It, it, uh, have a listen to it. Yes, just to let you know, I got trapped in a in a lift, um, which was totally glass on the outside of a uh, of a hotel in oh. Bangkok uh, on the seventeenth floor. Oh, now that's now that takes it to uh, uh, here's the pun a new level. That must have been quite scary. It was very, because I'm absolutely scared of heights. Oh, mate. And I'm so embarrassed. I was holding the hand of the bellboy who was showing me up to the room. 
Hey, it's um, Bangkok, I anything goes. The, and I did the voluntary bell movement. Did you... Did you poo yourself? I did. And in, in, I a, had, in a glass I lift had, in Bangkok while you were holding a bellboy's yes, hand? It was totally glass. And, I had to, and they, they wound us down to the next floor after, after um, uh, two and a quarter hours, and I had to get out of the lift. And it was very embarrassing. Don't laugh. Well, I'm not, I'm not laughing, and neither is JVS. So, you... I mean... Oh, there's so much I want to ask. I'm just trying to work out what I can ask before nine o'clock on a Monday morning. Yeah. So you were up there for two, two and a half hours. Yeah, two and a quarter. Two and a quarter hours. You, yes. You pooed yourself. Yes. I was holding the hand of the bellboy. He was showing me up to the room with the suitcases, etc. And I was shaking like a leaf. But I must admit, the hotel management were absolutely superb afterwards. I got absolute superior room, superior service. So it's brilliant. And, and free laundry. <laughs> <laughs> is it a true story or are you winding me up? It's, no, it is. No, it's absolutely oh, true. Oh, David, bless you. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What a, what a horrific scenario for that bellboy to have been in. And for you as well. Thank you very much indeed, David, thank you very much. Don't get stuck in a lift with David. He gets a little bit nervous. They gave him free laundry. <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Wasn't that disgusting? And I wanted to ask him, and I can ask now on the podcast, did it, did it splatter on the glass oh, lift? Oh, now, come on. It was a glass lift. <gasps> Nowhere to hide. Have you ever? What? Been in a glass lift? Um, done what that gentleman did. No, I've never been in a glass lift, no. Kelsey, you ever done what that gentleman did? Not necessarily in a lift, but just in general. No. We've all done it once. I've always wanted to. What? Yeah, I think it'd be hilarious. I, I did it once in a bed in Pakistan. Wow. Were you by yourself? Yeah, but it was the last day there. And um, basically, I'd, I'd gone the whole three months with not having an upset stomach. I was the only one not to get an upset stomach. On the last night, I got really bad stomach. But also, because I was scared of flying, I bought some Valium. I just bought Valium in a shop wow. to help me with the flight. And I thought, I'd better check these Valium to make sure they work. So I took some Valium to sleep. Upset stomach, mm-hmm. yeah, out of Valium, it's not a good combination. So what I did the next day was I woke up and I realised and I got out as quickly as I could and I tipped the cleaner a shed load of money and then when we are on the, the bus to take us to the airport, suddenly this guy comes down and he comes banging on the door, bang, bang, bang. And I'm thinking, oh, God, he's going to say you've pooed a bed. And it wasn't. Someone had not paid their phone bill. so I got Which away. is worse. Yeah, so I got away with it. What a charming story that was. <laughs> It's all, it's all going to be in the book, baby. <laughs> so, um, I'm just reading this as, as is. Yeah. Is that your name? Put your life into it. So, um... Oh, Jessie Black told us the story about her dog. No, don't do it like that. I'm putting my life into it. Oh. So, Jessie Black told us the story about her dog, didn't she, Kath? Yeah. Well, I was taking my dog, Millie, for a walk, right, and... Uh, uh, we play runaway and hide and seek, you know. You play hide and seek with Millie, yes? Yes, yeah. I mean, she she sort of hides and then behind a tree, you know, and then I sort of see her tail or something. Anyway, I was walking her and she went over the thing and I came out the car park and I looked at her, turned around, well, 
I turned my head round. I said, I can see uh, a feature. Yeah. Anyway, then I went to turn round to get her lead, and she'd gone. Oh. And uh, I sort of said, you know, I thought she was hiding somewhere, so I looked high and low for her, and I couldn't find her. And that was on the Monday. I went back to Moor Path, you know, to see if she was there. Anyway, I couldn't find her. No. Kept calling her, no, no response. And uh, the next day, too, I had no sleep. Next day... You must have felt very anxious. I did. Yeah. I mean, I felt very anxious. And I thought, you know, all things go into your head and you think, oh, my God, you know, what's happened to her? You know, she's only... Although uh, she's my, my baby... She's my pet, my Millie, yeah. but to other people, she could just be a breeding machine or something like that. A, a breeding machine, yes. Yeah, yeah, or if not, to test chemicals, you know? Yeah, oh and, dear. And uh, on the Tuesday, I went to the vet and I said, you know, Ignil Vet and near in Brook Street, and I said to them, as, as you seen Millie? And they said, no, nobody's been in. That was in the morning. And I sort of went, and I, I said, we took a photograph of Millie down to the vets, and uh, they said, oh, we'll keep it with us, Jess. If we find out anything, we'll let you know. So later that afternoon, uh, they rang me and said that some man had gone in there to have his dog, uh, what's it called, registered. Yeah. He had to have his dog registered. It turned, and when they started trying to scan her, he got very panicky. Oh. Because, no, she's been chipped, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, of course. And uh, she, he got very panicky and he left. Well, somebody from the vets, they were really nice vets. These, somebody didn't like the attitude of him, so they followed him. Then they rang me and they said, Jess... Yes. Uh, a man's been in to register Millie. Yeah. And uh, we had someone for it, and they gave me the address. So I went down to the vets again, Yeah. you know, to get more details. And uh, Here's Jessie. She's still talking about her All dog. All I wanted was my little dog back. Of course she did, yeah. I mean, I was anxious, I was worried, and... You know, I couldn't eat and I couldn't sleep. And um, anyway, I went to the... Uh, I rang the police and I told them and I gave them this address and they said, oh, don't worry, we'll send somebody out on Saturday. Now, this was on the Tuesday. Oh, that's no good, is it? No, and I said, you must be joking, I said, you know. They could be using her for breeding or yeah, something. yeah. And I think that's what they stole her for, to yeah. tell you the truth, because what, I'll, I'll tell you the rest of this story first. Yeah. And then on the Tuesday, they said, oh, well, we'll come out on Saturday. I thought anything could happen to her. So anyway, I still looked round and, you know, couldn't find her, and I, I was worried sick, you know. And uh, This fellow wanted money, did he? Yes, he, he, on the Wednesday morning... 
I went, thought, right, if the police won't come to me, I will go to them. I went back at the police station on the Wednesday. Jesse, Yeah? Can I interrupt you there? Yeah? We have to go to the travel and the news. Can you wait for a couple of minutes? Because I know that we all want to hear the end of this story. Would yeah, that be yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you stay there, my I dear. I can listen to the news and all Good. Have, have, a, have you got a cup of tea? Oh, yeah. Good. No, you they sit... don't call me tea bags for nothing. They call you tea bags? Yep. Beautiful. Listen, tea bags, you sit down, have a cup of tea, and we'll be with you in a couple of minutes. Is that all right? Yep. Thank you, Jesse. We'll find out what happened after this. Travel news. Very emotional story. I don't know if you were listening. We were speaking to Jesse Black uh, from Luton, who was telling us about her Millie. It's a dog. They used to play hide and seek. To, let me, I've got this right, haven't I, tea bags? They used to, you used to play hide and seek in the woods. Yeah. And you'd spot her tail and go, I can see you. Yeah. When you were hiding from Millie... Did, how did, Are you confident that she was counting up to 20 properly, or was she coming a bit early? No, she was sort of missing every other word, you oh. know, like she'd go one, three, five. Unbelievable. Oh, Unbe- anyway. She was a cheat. So Millie <laughs> went missing. You were concerned she'd been taken as a breeding machine. Yeah. Uh, the, the, a, a dodgy gentleman turned up at the vets with a dog that you suspected was your Millie. Yes. This was on a Tuesday. The police weren't going to go around on a Saturday. No, they weren't going to come around to me until a Saturday. Oh, they were. Oh, even though you, you'd given them the yes, address? Yes, I'd given them the address and everything. OK, teabags, what happened next? And then on the um, Wednesday, yeah. I thought I'd done what I had to do, and I thought, right, if the police won't come to me, yeah. I will go to them. Beautiful. So I'd got um, Millie's papers, so I went, and I, I, I like word search books, you know? Oh. So... I thought, right, I'll take a word search book. If I've got to be up there all day, I'll be up there. Search for words. Yeah, (laughs) word search. It should be dog search. It should be, isn't it? So, anyway, I went up there, took a number out of the machine. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, they do that now. It's like going to the deli in in, uh, the supermarket, isn't it? Or the meat counter. Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, I took a number. My number came up, so I went to the desk and I told them my story. And they said, oh, if you'd like to take a seat over there, some gentleman, somebody will come out and speak to you. I said, okay. So I sat over there, and anyway, a gentleman came, and uh, he said, oh, will you come through? So I went through, and I said, I'd like to report my dog has gone, you know, gone missing or stolen. Yeah. I mean, because she couldn't just sort of vanish out of thin air. No, that's and, impossible. Um, anyway, so I made a statement. Yeah. And uh, I signed it. And he said, oh, well, we'll go up to this address. If we put the whole thing in the podcast, it would be the only thing in the podcast. Nobody answered. And he said to no. me, uh, Jess, he said, yeah. if you was calling Millie, how would you call her? Well, I call her Millie Mole. Millie Mole. Yeah. yeah. I said, Millie Mole, and then we could hear scratching oh, from inside. Oh, no. Yes. And uh, the police officer said to me, he said, um, he said, I can hear scratching. I said, yeah, yeah so yeah. can I. So nobody was going to answer the door. So we went back downstairs. Tea bags. Still banging on about so her dog. He took me home. And then about an hour later, yeah. the vet rang me to say that the man that came in with Millie the day before, Tuesday, had been, I don't know whether he'd been there or phoned them, and he wanted to um, speak to me personally. Oh. He gave his name to them, yeah. and he gave his mobile phone number to them right. for me to contact This is all very suspicious, isn't it? I know. Yeah. And um, anyway, 
I wrote a number down you, and you then would, yeah. I sort of rung him yeah. and I said, are you, you know, so-and-so, yeah. his name? And he said, yeah. yeah. And I said, you've got my dog and I want a back. I said, so he said, I, me and my wife came into town yesterday, he said, and he said, uh, my children saw the dog with some man, a coloured man, he said. Oh. Well, first of all, it was a coloured man, but then it turned out to be a half-caste. Right, But okay. then I don't think there was, you know, I think he was just sort of saying... Yeah. And here, Teabags continues to talk about anyone? A dog? Yeah. I yeah. spoke to him and he said about the yeah. man, he said to the man, would you consider selling the dog? And the man said, yes, if you give me £200. Oh, you know. there we go, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he said... He only had a hundred pound on him. He said, and he said, I've only got a hundred pound. And this man was supposed to have said to him, No, I said two hundred. So his wife went to yeah. the Halifax. Got some money. I don't out. know why he bought that that particular place in. But he so which is very sp- uh, specific reference, isn't it? The yes. Halifax, yeah. So he said, why he picked on that one, I don't know. But he said, um, anyway, his wife, his wife went and got another hundred pound. They came back. Yeah. And they gave me two hundred pounds. And so he wanted two hundred quid off you, did he? Yes. Did you tell him to jog off? I'm only rushing on a bit, um, yeah, T-Bags. We he, finish he at then, nine. He then he kept saying about, oh, would you give me a hundred pounds? Oh. I said I'm not paying a penny. No. I said, as far as I'm concerned, you've pinched my dog, and I want my dog back, yeah. safe and well. Yeah. I said I'm not giving you any money. I yep. said because you could do the same to somebody else. If I give you money, you could do the same to somebody else. Pinch their pet. Yeah, you dodgepot. Tea bags went on for forty minutes talking about her dog. A phone call come. It was the vet. Yeah. He said, she said, Jess, you'll never guess who I've got here. Oh. I said, is it that man? She said, no. I said, and my heart went in my mouth, I said, is it Millie? She said, yes. And I said, is she all right? She said, she's safe and well. I said, can I come and collect her? They said, said, no, you can't, we're keeping her. Unless you give us 200 quid with the vets. So, anyway, I went down there. I couldn't get there quick enough. I'm on crutches, you know. So, because I've got knee replacements and a pacemaker. So, I went there, and as I got to the door, I heard them say to... One of the girls, let Millie out. And when I saw her, I nearly cried, you know. We just so, I was so relieved that she was safe and well, you know. And she's got <laughs> one white eye and she's got a black patch right over her right eye. And I just nearly cried. Jesse, uh, teabag, stay there. Jamie's. Jamie? Yes, mate. You've got to go to work, have you? Oh, yeah, Paul. So. <laughs> You want to know the? I'm guessing you want to know the end of the story. Just want to know if she got the dog back, buddy. Yes, I've you got did. her back safe and well. Well, that's good enough. So I can go to work in peace now. Yep. Thank you. Is that, is that all right, Jamie? That put your mind at ease. Thank you. We'll, we'll get the rest of the details, Jamie. But you go off to work. Thank you. So you got you got her back, tea bags. Yep. Well, fan. He, he took the dog. We he, he opened the vet door. And Millie walked in. You know. Yeah. Yeah. She walked in the door and he threw the lead in. He said, Here, you can have your bloody dog. Oh. Rude. <laughs> 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 oh, well, the fella said that, not the vet. No, oh no. The vet are nice people. I mean, yeah, if it hadn't been for like. the vet, if it hadn't been for that vet, I don't know what I would have done. No. In conclusion, you got Millie back. Yep. She wasn't bred. 
No. She wasn't stuffed full of drugs? No. As far as we know? No. She's alive and well and fit, yes. and she's chomping on a big bone right oh, now. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Beautiful, yes. beautiful. Well, I, it, it's, it, was, uh, it sounds like a stressful few days, but was, you, you, got, you, mean, you got your little girl back. Yeah, um, all I was worried about yeah. was her, you yeah, know. Yeah. I couldn't sleep, I couldn't eat, because I, I, all things come into my head, you know. Yeah, of what, course. Where was she, what was they, she doing? Yeah. But luckily, was she being said, thank God, yeah, well, I've got her back. 40 minutes. She was nice, though, wasn't she? Yeah. She was lovely. Yeah. I loved she her. Best. She was sweet. Glad she found it. Oh, did she find it? Yeah. I met the dog. Did you meet the dog? Did you meet tea bags? I did meet tea bags. Did she keep talking forever? Yeah. Oh. Did she make you a cup of tea? No. So she, why is she called tea bags? No, she does have this massive mug. It's, she was like, this is my small one. She's got an even bigger oh. one. It was actually about this big. Wow. But she has a big one. Did she drink tea in front of you? Yeah. And didn't yeah. make it for you? Yeah. Tea bags. <laughs> Tea bags, naughty tea bags. More like sting bags. Who wants to hear a rant between me and Justin Dealey, guys? Guys? Oh, me. Yeah. No, you're supposed to say no. <laughs> okay. Ask again then. I'm not. Who wants to hear a rant about. Uh, who wants. Here's a rant between Justin and Ian. If you don't like either of those two, then just skip this bit. Clark Carlisle, what do we know about him? Clark Carlisle, uh, Clark, absolute legend. Uh, played for uh, both Watford and Luton. Uh, tra- yeah. tra- so a traitor to the cause? <laughs> Not at all. He's actually um, a very, very intelligent man. The, the most intelligent footballer ever, in Ke- actual fact. Kelly's got a question. Hmm. Is he related to Belinda? No, no. Robert? No. Spelt slightly different, I believe. OK, all right. That's, I'm glad we've established that. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, of course, there are exceptions that prove the rule, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but most football players are thick. No, yeah. no they're not actually. No, uh, no, uh, no, oh, no, mate, no. come on. They're thick blokes who've been given a load of money. Just because somebody's got loads of money, why are they thick? No, no. Justin, yeah, again, you're bringing money into it, Justin, you see? you're not listening. You failed. You're, no, you failed because you've not listed. Okay, listened. Okay, Okay. They, they are just, just listed, yeah. They are just... Is it true you fancy Clark Carlisle, Kath? I admire his mind. Okay, right. They are thick people who've been given lots of money. Right. What did she say then, Kaz? She said, oh, he's fit. Oh, Catherine! <laughs> he's a good-looking guy. Does it sound like the sort of thing I would say? Yes, it does. He's you... a very handsome man. I saw him once in Starbucks in London Colney. Had quite a long chat with him. He's a very handsome man. OK, all right. Well, 08459 455 All football players, I think. So, again, it's a, this is turning into uh, talk sport, isn't it? Yeah, but again, why, look, why are you bringing money into it? Why can't you just say all footballers are thick instead of saying all footballers are thick because they've been given lots no, of money? No, no, Justin, were you... That's what you just said. No, I didn't. Will you listen? Let me listen again. Go on. Okay, listen for the... Oh, he's fit, isn't he? Yeah. (laughs) He's on countdown in that picture, so he must be clever. Listen to what I'm saying, right? It's the third time I'm saying it. Try and listen to what I'm saying. You're like one of those idiots that phones me up to have a go at me and puts the phone down. (laughs) Except you contractually are not allowed to put this line down. Yeah, true, true. All football players, there are exceptions, all football players are thick people... Yeah. Who've been given too much money? Now the money. What's what's money got to do with the that? money? Doesn't make them thick. But it's a description. You, but why can't you just say all <laughs> football players, with an exception, are thick? What's money got to do with it? All right. Am I, am I missing the point? Here? <laughs> you are missing the point, mate. Are you a football player? No. It's like I'm arguing with Wayne Rooney <laughs> or Alan Shearer or something. I don't get it. I don't get it. What do you mean? I don't get it. It's got a green top yeah. on and you're saying it's milk. 
How can you have green milk? Justin, all football players are thick. Yes. I'm going to have a cough now. But that's not what you've called in about, <laughs> sir. Is it? Hang on. Can, can we just go back to this just just one last time? Oh, please, please. Just, just explain to me why pretty much all football players, in your opinion, are thick. Why are they all thick? Because they're stupid. What? Do, what, what why are they stupid? They're... Th- they're not, they're You're under pressure here, boss. I'm not You're under in the pressure. Corner. You can't get out. I'm not, I'm not under pressure. Why are they thick? Have you ever seen the football player being interviewed? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you. There's, that's why they're thick. Oh, you know, we did really well, but we could have done better. And uh, I know we lost, but uh, it was a good game. I think you should give them more credit, actually. For what? For what? A lot of football players, OK, you get the odd one who goes and wastes all his money on, on gambling. What's money got to do with it, Justin? Okay. Why okay. are you bringing money into it? <laughs> You're saying they're thick because they got money? No, no. But, but in, in this particular case, I'm going to make a relevant point. A, num- a number of them will invest their money wisely, OK? So when their careers yeah, come to no, an no, end, no, when their careers no, come no, to an end, no, no. they will have they a long, successful life. Not one football player invests their money wisely. Not one. What? Robbie Fowler. Not one invests it wisely. Who is a property yeah. legend yeah. He, who is going to be in Buckinghamshire very soon talking about how he has made millions on property. Take that back. No, I won't take it back because he's not invested his money wisely. What, into property? Will you let me finish the sentence, Just? Okay, yeah, go on. He's not invested his money wisely. His financial advisor has invested his money wisely. He's just splashed out a load of dough on getting a bloke to deal and write his cheques. Well, isn't that better than splashing a load of cash down the bookies? Well, yeah, but... He's he's used his brain. There you go, he's got a great brain. No. Well done, Robbie. No, he's not. Fair play, Robbie. His his dad said... (laughs) Robbie, don't waste that money. I need to say something very rude then. Don't throw that money away. You need to get a financial advisor. Oh, thanks, Dad. All right, I'll do that. And then he's gone and got one. And the financial advisor... We can all pay someone to look after our money. That doesn't take intelligence. That's using your brain. No, it's not. Okay, you are using an expert in that field to invest your money. That, I would say, is very, very clever. Well done, Rob. But, Justin, you've not called in about that. No. What have you called in for, sir? Uh, Suarez. Ah, oh, the, the saviour yes. of football. <laughs> you genuinely believe this as well, don't you? You're listening to Talk Sport. <laughs> yes, it's the, he's the saviour of football. He's, he's piqued my interest in a tournament that, that um, was <coughs> uh, was dull. Uh, the man's an absolute fool. He really is. He's um, a genius when it comes to putting the ball in the back of the net, but uh, biting people. Wow. Um, it's the third time he's done it, and he should be getting, hopefully, uh, a lengthy ban. Vibrant Maria called in. And vibrancy is an important word. Mm. I think it's lacking from the podcast this week and I'll tell you why dear listener don't, 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 you may not have noticed the difference the keen the, the, the Uri Gellers amongst you would have noticed uh, because we're recording this on a Wednesday mm. which is insania we don't even know what's going to happen Wednesday's just like such a lifeless scratching your beard there are you you need a shave scr- I'm not shaving until Saturday protest <laughs> yep it's a dirty protest against clean-shaven men. Anyway, Maria called in, um, and it was brilliant. Well, I picked up Long Time No See in, in Leeds. Oh, does I it lived co- there for a while. It comes from Leeds, does and it? And then out of show, uh, show business. Oh, so is it a Leeds term or a show business term? No, it's a Leeds term. OK, and what does it mean? Well, it means that um, you've not seen you for a long time, in other words. Okay. Long time, no see. And so when would you use it? When you've, when you've seen... 
not seen anybody for a long, long time. Okay, so give me give me an example. Give, give, put it in, into context for me. Well, say I've not seen anyone for about two years, and you remember them. Have you been that... in prison? No. Why would you? You've not seen anyone for two years. Because they might have moved away or come back. Okay. That sort of thing. Oh, so you're sorry. You're talking about a specific person, not. Yeah. Okay. Stop it, you two growling! Stop it! Excuse me, butting in. It's who's growling? It's my Alibaba. He's, he he will have a go at my little tiny Pekingese. Now stop it. Is Alibaba having a go at your little tiny Pekingese? He did do. Can you do any? Um, can you do anything to stop that? I just stop him. Little, um... He stopped it now. He's wondering what the what the um, Rosanna's doing. Who? Very inquisitive. Yeah. Can you kick them? Pardon? Can you kick them? Oh, I wouldn't kick them. No. And, I mean, well, he's I getting underneath the trolley now. He's wondering what's under the trolley. Any barbers underneath your trolley? No, Rosanna is a Shih Tzu. <laughs> Anyway, that's where it comes from. A Shih Tzu? No. Long time no see. It comes from a Shih Tzu? I've never met you. Long time no see. I've spoken to you on the radio many times. Well, no, but hang on. If I've I've never met you, it will be no time no see. Yeah, well, you can can use it in that context. So I could say no time no see? Yes. Okay. Uh, and so give me another... It's not ex- foreign, it's, it's just one of their sayings well, up north. Well, so, some, some Maria might think up north is a, is a very foreign country. Oh. <laughs> Isn't it just? So, so in conclusion, you're saying long time no see comes from American Indians. No, I'm not saying that oh. at all. What, I've, totally missed, I've totally missed the point. So what were you saying? Your long Shih Tzu and Alibaba no put me off. That you've not seen them for a long time, in other words. Who? Well, this friend that you meet and you've known them for a long time. Right. And then suddenly they've moved away or gone on holiday. To Leeds. Or somewhere, yes. Yeah. yeah. So they're in Leeds mm. and I'm in Luton. Yeah. I'm not going to see them, am I? No, but... Not for a long time. Say, say they... Say they came up to Leeds for a day out or something. No, they live in Leeds. They live in Leeds. No, say they lived in Luton. No, I'm living in Luton. I don't, but for this purpose of this, I, I'm living in Luton. They're in Leeds. So when would we say it to each other if we're not seeing each other? It's crazy. Yeah, but supposing they, come to, they came to Leeds from Luton. No, they, live, day, in, they live in Leeds. And you bumped up, you bumped into them in Leeds. Then you'd say, but, oh, long time no see. I'm lovely to see you. The, Again, the odds of seeing the odds of bumping into them in Leeds are very slim. Have we prearranged this? Not really, no. So it's just, a, <laughs> just it's just happened. Making me laugh, you are. That is nuts, <laughs> Maria. When are you going to do some more performing? Well, I've got to go in for my left knee at the moment. Oh, I can mean, we come and watch? Thirty first. P- p- I have fell because I've got no balance in my left foot. Oh, what? Okay. Yes, because they cut, took the knuckle off at Christmas, and I wasn't exactly told to use the stick, and I didn't realise. Oh, Maria, Maria, Maria! But it's it's cleared up by a friend who painted me straight onto canvas because I'm so vibrant. But of course, I remember and, your vibrancy. Uh, I'm picking up the vibrancy today when you're telling me about long time no see. Yeah, mm. I've been around. <laughs> uh, well, Maria, don't put yourself down. I'm sure. Uh... People but, think very highly of you. Being, 
they're moving the big toe, 31st. I've got pre-admission again on the 31st of July. They brought the appointment forward. I'm I'm so confused, Maria. Sorry, they're moving your big toe to Leeds? No, they're moving it because it's been stationary for five years. Where? And I've got no... Since they took the knuckle off, that was my... They took the knuckle of your big toe off? No, the little toe beside the big toe... Because the it little toe's not beside the big toe. Is there three? And I was getting corns on top. There are three toes in between. A lot of pressure. There are three toes in between. Other shoes, and it was hurting me oh. so much I could hardly walk. The sh- it sounds like the shoes have been giving you pressure. Yes. Come on, Maria. Put me on. They've done that. Wear me instead of those other shoes, otherwise I'm going to crush your toes like that. And now they're going to no. take the big toe yeah. and put it so I can use it. Put it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> well, listen, when, when, so when your toe... Are they, are they, when your toe is fixed, will yes. you be able to perform and sing again? Yes, and I'll be able to dance. I'll have a bit of, I'll have a bit of balance. Ooh. I've got no balance at all at the moment. Could, could you give us a snatch now? What of? What's your favourite song to sing? Do you know, oh. David, do you know David Bowie? Do you know any David Bowie? Do you know David Bowie? Wait a minute. Do you know any David Bowie? Sure, through my dreams I'm once again, softly and secretly. Oh, my dog's joining in. Are you there? I was enjoying that. Te- te- They're joining in, the dogs as well. Is that Alibaba? Tell Alibaba to shut That's up. Alibaba. Alibaba, stop joining in! I couldn't finish it off. <laughs> oh, you made me snot. It's a musical morning. Maria, we will speak Hello. to you again soon. I look forward to hearing more singing from you. You're so vibrant. Okay. Thank you, my love. Thank you very much indeed. Well, I've got to do this. <laughs> Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is Ian Lee. Gosh. BBC Three Counties Radio. Gosh. thinks that long time no see comes from Leeds. Vibrant Maria. Vibrant Maria, the singer, thinks that long time no see comes from Leeds. No, I think you'll find in Leeds you say, hey up last, where's the bin? Yeah, where's the bin? Well, the bin's over there. Speaking uh, of bins. Richard! Yeah, Ian, long time no speak. Hey, where does it get comes from <laughs> Leeds? <laughs> Shut that dog up! You'll have to get that... <laughs> You have to give that woman on again. She can really sing. She was great. She was like Mrs. Miller, but, but not quite as good. Can I have a bit of toe? Because when I was in hospital the other year, yes, and I had an allergic reaction to the drugs, and I got gangrene, and oh, bits of me toes filled. Good morning, off. everyone. Enjoy your breakfast. <laughs> Perhaps they can stick it on. <laughs> Listen, we can have a whip round. See if we. I reckon if we all scraped off a little bit of toe, Richard, we'd have enough to give you a decent toe. Lovely, Give you a foot up. Smell. Yes. Anyway, dustbin oh. lids. What? Anyway, bins, bins, bins. Yeah, um, let me just hang on. Let me just have a look through. Hang on. Just looking at the show's notes. Hang on a second. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. We're talking about Yarswoods. We're talking about the colleges. We're talking about Suarez. Things you've had in your mouth you shouldn't have had. 
Mad old women singing. No, ben, we're not talking about bins today, Richard. You are. Kelly wouldn't even know where bins came. The expression oh, bins. bins, as in glasses, bins. right. Yes, oh, as yes. Glasses. Yes. Well, I do believe it comes from the old rhyming slang of um, um, dustbin lids. Uh, which was shortened to bins, because the two glasses... OK, so dustbin lids, of course, as we all know, is rhyming slang for kids. So how does is that it? fit in... Well, yeah, it's not glasses, is it? How is bin... dustbin lids kids? No, never. Well, how is dustbin lids never glasses in rhyming slang? How is you it? just made that up. How is it rhyming slang for glasses? It's bins. your your Glasses look like a pair of dustbin lids on your eyes. Well, so it's in not, the old days, but that, in, the, in the pre-war days of national health... But that's not rhyming life. slang, that's observational slang. I'm finishing. Let me, let, me, let me just finish. So it was shortened down to bins. Maria could finish you off. Dustbins. But you said it was rhyming slang, mate. That doesn't... Rhyme. The word aeroplane annoyed me this week. It does get on my... No, well, the word aeroplane doesn't annoy me. The word airplane annoys me, and Americans annoy me. Here's the Ev. Well, let's uh, put that out there. If you're out in Luton, have you spotted a white plane with no mark? All planes have markings these days. You would think. You would think, unless it was... Secret plane. Guantanamo prisoner detainees from Guantanamo have hijacked a plane. Oh, we're going into this scenario, are we? And they've painted it white. Right. That yeah. would be surely more noticeable than just just a plane that's got markings on. Uh, it's usual. You come, up with a, you come up with a better idea than it's Guantanamo detainees hijacking a plane. Uh, not put the stickers on yet. Uh, fair play, that is actually a better... Or it might be the plane of peace. Peace plane. Well, they're all sat on there with acoustic guitars and smoking doobies. Kels, want to play this game? Um, maybe it's a company just called Plane. Oh, yeah. Well, well, they'd be called White. No, it's just plain. Because it's plain. Cause it's but, it's, a... but it's a plane. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's the thing I hate about Americans. Yeah, well, and I well, hate them okay, for right. this. Yes. Right. What do you call uh, Kelly? What do you call the thing that flies in the sky? Plane. Bird. Well, plane. Which one? Many. I know where you're going. Okay. What do you call? I'm going to go on holiday to Lanzarote. Mm. Unlikely, I'm, I would say. Oh, very likely. I'm going to fly there. What am I going to fly in? A plane. Okay, um, what's the full word? Aeroplane. Okay. What do they call it in America? Plane. What was the name of the famous uh, 1970s series of Police squad. films about airports and flying in that? What? A- aeroplane? No, no, exactly. It, wasn't. it was airplane. And when I was a kid, uh... they call it airplane. They don't know what an airplane is over there because they're, mm, they're idiots. They, and they don't even know that you spell air. How do you spell air in airplane, Kelly? In airplane? Yeah. A E R. Yes. That's my girl. She's been hanging out with us. I've rubbed off on her. And I, again, I'm sorry about that. But it seems to be having the desired effect, right? I was a child when airplane came out. I don't know how old. And I thought that that was part That's of the joke. Insane. I thought that was part of the joke that they called it airplane. Even at a young age, I thought, oh, that's funny they've called it airplane. That's a funny word. It because, makes sense. Because it's called an air... It's actually, it's an aeroplane. <laughs> Dear America... That's right, take, um, take notes, Kelly. Dear America. Catherine. Dear America. Dear Mr President of America. Dear Mr President Obama. I think we're going yeah, to address okay. it nicely, yeah, aren't we? Yeah. When... Oh, why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, why? Hang on, hang on. Why? How many whys? Five. Uh, OK, times five. Yeah. Do you call them... Airplanes. 
They're aeroplanes, you dummy. Muppet. With respect. Muppet. Muppet. Plum? Plum. Plum They're aeroplane. You plum. You plum. Sort it out. Yep, out. And release those prisoners from Guantanamo like you promised seven years ago. Lots of love. Lots of love. E. Yeah, beautiful. I'm glad that's sorted. Hashtag Martin Luton called in and he annoyed me. Here's the Ev. Your friend Suarez. Yep. If only he were. If only he were. And you don't know nothing about football. You are absolutely useless. Well, Matt, why... Oh, you you can give that man time. He should be barred from the world. Barred from the world? He's an animal. He should be put in the desert and left in Brazil. Put in the in 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 the, in the forest. Sorry. Hang on, mate. Which which is it going to be? Is it a d- desert or is it a oh, forest? I, I, I knew it. Yeah, knew which one's it going to be, that. Matt? You don't know anything about geography. I know more about geography than you know about football, oh, and uh, I know which I'm ones sorry, are more useful. Sorry, Mr. Brainbox. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, all I'm saying to you, right. you don't know anything about football. Exactly, and because there aren't enough characters like Suarez going around biting people. Like no, you don't want characters. You want you want the clones. We don't want you want like dull. For God's sake, Ian, would you? Stop you it? need a, Matt. This is very rarely I say this. You need yeah. a slap because you are hysterical and you're you talking need, talking out you of your bum. If Suarez, you had are done talking that. out of your bum. Look, if he had done that to Alan Shearer, Alan Shearer would have killed him. Oh, oh, OK. So you, you don't like biting, but now you're condoning murder on the football pitch. That's what he should have happened to him last night. Somebody he should have got murdered. Hiding. He should have... So, right, you don't want the man to bite someone, but you want the others to turn around and give him a kick in the kicking of his a life. Good slap, a really? good slap. Really? You yeah, think he, that's appropriate, do you? He should have been taken in the dressing room and given a oh, good slap last yeah, night. Oh, yeah, as long as it doesn't happen on the pitch, violence is all right. Matt, you are talking completely out of your backside today. I know, yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's why I'm talking to you, mate. Good, good day. Good day to you, Matt. Good day. Flipping heck. No, he's, he's properly annoyed me today. Calm down. No, he's properly annoyed me Calm today. Down. That was the most rubbish thing he's ever said, and he said a lot of oh. rubbish. Suarez didn't mean to bite that player. He annoyed me. Here's the Ev. Lee's in Luton. Lee? Yeah? Ever been to a cage fight? No, I haven't, no. You're tempted, though, aren't you? Yeah, I'd go, yeah. Yeah, of course you were. Bare-knuckle men fighting each other, bashing each other about in the ring. They can't escape because they're locked in a cage. Yeah, sounds good. It does sound awesome, doesn't it? Yeah, but what I want to say is that last bloke you had on the radio, how can you bite someone by accident three times? Well, you can definitely do it once because you could, like, fall on someone with your mouth. As you're you're saying... um, uh, ra- uh, rabies, rabies. And if on the air you trip over and I fell on... Cass got a bare shoulder. If I was saying rabies and I tripped over and fell on the, the, the bare shoulder with my teeth, when you fall over, Lee, you use anything you can to stable your balance, don't you? Yeah, I suppose it's so, teeth, yeah. Yeah, so you would use your... You just, your teeth would clench down to try and get your balance, get you a bit of purchase. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. uh, We're recording this on Wednesday, so we don't know what happened on Thursday's show. You have the upper hand, and I'm not talking about the hit sitcom starring the ugly McGann brother. I'm talking about this now is Thursday to what you heard. It hasn't happened yet, but it will now. Matt Lockwood has joined me in the studio. And, uh, Matt, two things. Yep. Uh, You're still upset about your bag. Yeah, where's my bag? You threatened to come under my desk in a minute. I'm going to come under your desk. Okay. well, I can assure you you, the bag is not there. Let's have a look now. Come on, I'm coming under your desk. Okay.
No, my bag is not under your I'm, desk. I'm a 41-year-old father of two. I have not hidden your bag in this studio. And also, have you printed off a script for me? Uh, no, I'm going to read it off the screen, am I? Yeah, you read it off the screen. OK, well, this is... Uh, I know this has got you... Oh, this is quite a serious point, and this has got you very upset over recent times. The focal point of a multi-million pound makeover of the parade in Watford has had to be repaired just days after its official opening by Mary Portas. The new pond was branded a cesspit by people on Twitter after the water turned green. You can go to the Facebook page. We've got the picture on the Facebook page, I think. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash BBC3CR and have a look. Well, our reporter, Matt Lockwood, who lives in Watford, has been banging on about this for ages. The, the water, I'm guessing, wasn't meant to turn green, was it? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. The council's installed a water filtration system to keep the water clean. The old pond was looking shabby, the water dirty. It had been neglected for years. So the idea was to give the people of Watford a pond they could be proud of, a pond that I could be proud of. Oh, I was going to take a, a breath. Right. Are you proud of this pond? No. Okay. Uh, this was part of a £4.3 million makeover of the town centre. Uh, you wrote this script, did you? I did. I'll yes. read it as it's written, shall I? Yeah. You've been posting pictures of the pond on Twitter. Just because you can't speak English properly. Yeah. When I saw the pond last week, the water was clear. I, I reiterate, the water was clear. And then when I back, went back this week, the pond had turned a bogey green colour. Now, the paving around the pond was covered in bird droppings. Don't laugh. This is serious, Ian. The new decking was covered in bits of bread. I could go on, and I will. And owner let his dog urinate next to me. It's not funny, it's serious. <laughs> this is my big moment. What are you laughing for? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this is serious, Ian. <laughs> None of the fountains. An owner, an owner let his dog urinate. Yes. Did yes. you not move? I did, but obviously the dog doesn't respect the new paving or the new pond. Now, none of the fountains were switched on, and the only ducks I could see was a giant heron. Now, play that... No, don't play that clip. A giant... Ask me a question. A giant heron? Yes. <laughs> a giant... <laughs> <laughs> this is like pantomime, but not funny. Go on, yes. A giant heron. A giant heron? It's a living plant, to be precise. So not a giant heron? No. Well, it is, but it's a plant. Some okay. people on Twitter have referred to it as emu. I thought it was a fountain at first, and water was meant to gush out of its bright yellow beak. Now, this person... Get ready for the clip. Get ready for the clip. Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. This person thought the council were having a laugh. I don't think it will last very long, but it is funny. If it's meant to be funny, it's great. <laughs> it's got a stupid beak. It's just a living plant. A lot depends on how much it cost. Two or three of them, a family, might be quite fun. It looks a bit lonely, doesn't it? <laughs> it looks funny. You think that's a joke, then? You don't think that's going to be there permanently? Oh, I could imagine it could be there for a while. I don't think it'll last. Somebody will climb that. What will climb it? People out the pubs. Right. So it's people out of the inviting. pubs all... It is inviting. It's even got a seat. So drunken yobs will come out of the pubs and start riding the heron. <laughs> yes, they will. As did this... Albert, hang on a second, I'm just dealing with Matt. All right, mate. To talk to Albert and I'll make you a cup of coffee. Is there a water shortage? There's a water shortage and a milk shortage and a sugar shortage. No, there's not milk shortage. I couldn't find the milk. There's milk in there, it's got got a B written on it. Oh, is it BB? B for breakfast. All the way round B. There's two B. 
there's pubes. Right, normally I have just breakfast on not there. Not being funny, right, Catherine and Matt... Matt, why are you doing this in my studio when you could do it in Catherine's studio? Or, I don't know, in the kitchen. I don't kitchen. want him in here. I don't want... yeah. I'm trying to do a flipping radio show. Well, I've got Albert on the line. Sorry, Albert. We'll carry on with Albert, right, then. Mate. Carry on with Albert. All right, then, I'll carry on with Albert. Albert, what would you like to say? Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Albert. I would just like to say, I have signed up to these things. People who don't are a bit heartless, in, in, my, in my opinion. Matt? Sugar? Yeah. I'll have one sugar. All right. Yeah. Sorry, Albert. Sorry, Albert. Good grief. So people who don't sign up to chuggers are heartless. Tell me why. Well, they're raising money for a good cause, but I understand people have only got so much money, and what annoys me about them is that the yeah. young people who collect, they're all so young and good-looking, aren't they? Thank you, and Matt. No problem. As the lady said earlier, yeah. they've got nothing to do with the charity. Yeah. So what I'd like to see is oh. people representative of the charity. Okay. Right? Yes. So World Wildlife Fund, for example, yes. get yourself out there with a panda. Chain it to a post if necessary. Get it out there so people can pet it, feed it some bamboo, that kind of thing. If you're collecting for the old people, get them out there in their bath chairs. Are you going to chain them up? what they're like. We'll chain the old people up if necessary, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of sympathy, it's playing on the heartstrings. Yeah. You know, I would quite happily join the Friends of Watford Pond if they get Mary Portis out there with her seepage. I would quite happily give her some money. I'd sign up, wouldn't you? Hello? I probably would sign up to the Friends of Watford Pond if they had Mary, Mary Portis there chained up, yes. Exactly. How could you not? It's cruel not to, Ian. Albert, thank you very much for your... You, you don't think that the chuggers are overly aggressive sometimes? Well, some of them are. One of them had me in an arm lock once, but I did give him some money in the end. But it was for a very, very good cause. Well, that's... It was for children with diphtheria. OK, well, Albert, that's great news. Fantastic. Thank you very much indeed. Very quickly, Matt. I know we'll do Kelly in a second. Kelly, oh, yeah, you were telling us about Matt and how he did. Tease you about Matt. It's a cartoon on the front page of the Daily Telegraph. It's a tennis court. The audience are there, the crowd. And one member of the crowd is shouting, Come on, Andy. Bite him. Um, tennis just, is not a contact sport. Let's just, let's just take a moment to enjoy that. Picture is of a tennis court. A woman is shouting... Come on, Andy. Bite him. That's the music that Matt plays every time he faxes off his latest cartoon drawing. He still sends them by fax. Sends it off, plays his music, sparks up a fat cigar, has two fingers of whiskey, and then cries at his rubbish cartoons. Right, Kath? And then he gets a check. <laughs> gets a big fat check for drawing stuff. And that's the end. Uh, every weekday between six and nine live, you can listen on the iPlayer. Hey, our iPlayer figures are up at last. Ooh. Um, and uh, you can email ian.lee at bbc.co.uk. Bye. Cathy, been a bit quiet? Love you. Bye. Kels, you've said too much. I'm off for the next two Alice, days, so you won't hear anything from, thank you from for now on. Talking to our guests. <laughs> so any of my fans want us to switch off now, fans. you can. Fans. Talking to our guests. 
I'm sorry. Alice, thank you for your help. Thank you for having me. There you go, you see? Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks, on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 